Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hear this, hear this, right now. Welcome. Primetime with Isaac and Souk. What is going on up here? I never know, man. Unbiased. Shut, shut, your, shut your mouth. Uncompromised sports talk without the sugar coating. I hope you're happy. You wasted everyone's life for 30 seconds. Isaac Rupp and Jason Sukanik. Now shut up and let me do my job. The best in sports coverage. This is going to be great. This is Primetime with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. All right, let me turn on my mic. Uh, ahoy there. Happy Thursday. A wonderful day outside. Oh, my goodness. Dusty cranks up. His volume is in his super, is it super it's loud. so loud. Yeah. You blew out my eardrums. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dusty, buddy, let's work on some hearing aids, dude. He's got a little issue there. Uh, we've got an O-line primetime happening today. Uh, Will's back. Buckley's sitting in there. Rob's still on vacation. I'm a short timer. What are we? Are we? Uh, are we doing a best of? Best of tomorrow. Best of tomorrow. Mm. So I'm 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 a short timer. I'm flying out uh, tomorrow morning. Army Navy. This Ooh. is this has been on my bucket list for years and years and years. And so me and my buddy are finally crossing this one off. We're heading out to uh, Philadelphia, the Lincoln Financial, and uh, I am I am geeked. I am not necessarily a giant live sports fan. I need um I need certain I, I need events. Like if if you told me, hey, do you want to go see a a duck game? You know, Ducks versus Arizona. Like, eh, yeah, hmm. eh, you know, it's a it's, you know, go see a Blazer game. Like, mm. eh, eh. but it, it, there needs to be there needs to be something more than just going to going to a game for me. And so the fact that like, and and I know you know, Army Navy, right? It's like, whatever. You got a bunch of six and seven win teams. But there's just something about that game. When I was a kid, I read John Feinstein's book, A Civil War. I've also read that book. And to this Fantastic day, it's to this book. day, it's one of my absolute favorite books. And my dad was a big Navy guy, very proud of, of mm-hmm. being in the Navy. And uh, ever since then, I've always wanted to do this. And then a number of years ago, God, almost eight years ago, my dad got cancer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at the time, we were kind of, he got bladder cancer. So we were kind of hoping, hey, you're going to get over this. And when you get over it, you know, at that point, he was 71. I said, hey, let's. Let's figure out some stuff that we want to go do. And the two things that he wanted to go do is he wanted to go to the Indianapolis 500. He had never gone to that, and he wanted to go to the Army-Navy game. Uh, and unfortunately, he, he, he died about a year after he got diagnosed. And so the very next year, uh, me and my buddy went, and we went to the Indy 500. And um, same friend of mine, and we're very now cool. going to go knock off. Uh, all these years later, we're going to go off, knock off Army-Navy. And my buddy's like a huge America guy. Like, <laughs> Loves him, America. Loves him some America, like yeah. the most patriotic guy. And I always feel bad for him because, you know, now the 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 patriot guy kind of gets a bad rap, 
right? Because you get some of it's deserved. Some of it's deserved. Some of it is deserved. Some of it's guy who's pissed off about Brittany Griner being in. Yes. Oh, don't worry. We'll get to some of it is deserved. We're all political experts now. Don't worry. We will give you the three white guy take (laughs) on political prisoner swap. Ryan Buckley apparently majored. uh, He majored in uh, international espionage. Like he knows all about this. You know what? I did take a political science class that was um, the mafia and corruption in Russia. I really? Said, seriously. Well, yeah. see, now you know. But- so an expert, not quite, but uh, a bunch of football players were taking the class, too, so I got their notes from uh, the, the tutors. Hey, Michael oh, Parsons will tell you. He knows what's up. Uh, sorry, I think you mean pass Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> yes. Holy jeez. Pass Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> so my, my buddy is just, he is a, he loves America. And it came from nothing, right? Worked his dad was a, a mail carrier for years and years and years. Came from nothing. Is one of those guys kind of, you know, just worked his way up and, and now lives a very comfortable life. And he just he loves the opportunity of the United States. And it bums him out. And I totally get why. That like if you if you fly an American flag now, people a lot of people have There's a there's yeah, a thought. There's a stigma yeah. behind mm-hmm. it. And and it you know, and that that bums him out. So when we went to the Indy five hundred you want to go to uh, like an American event? If you ever want to go feel your national pride swell, go to the Indy Five Hundred. Really? I mean, it is. I mean, you're talking Middle America, man, and Midwest, and it is everything as stars and 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 stripes. I mean, everything. I guess that makes sense, but to me, that doesn't seem like a big like America day. It is big America thing. It, I've done Talladega, which is uh, same, similar, right? Same sort of thing. Is that just because it's NASCAR though, an Indy car? Well, I just I think that there's there there is a little bit more Motor of that sports? pride. Uh, the, the kind of the the patriotic pride in the South. It feels like maybe more than so than in the Northwest. Yeah, mm-hmm. there is. What would you? Look, there's no Paps Blue Ribbon, okay, and there's no Dasecchis. It is Budweiser, and, and like, there is nothing that is going to interfere with the idea of American exceptionalism. And some people may be bothered by that, but if you go there, you everyone is wearing something with an American flag on it, mm-hmm. and it really does just it, it. You just feel like you're in the heartland, and it's like America. And I always said if and, and he loves that. Like it's just it, it he's he's one of those guys that swells with pride. He's one of those guys that when yep. hand over the heart when they do the national anthem and there'll be a tear in his eye and you do the flyover and all that. And and he loved it. And I did too. It was this amazing experience. And I said, you know, that was all because it was right after and I said, Hey, one of these days we're gonna go to the one thing that's more America than the Indy five hundred or, or Daytona. Mm-hmm. And he's like, What's that? And I'm like, Army Navy. And that is I just can't think of anything else. So I am just so jazzed to get there and see all the pregame stuff and, and you know, the pageantry of it. And in the in the book, the Feinstein book, they talk about this, that that was on, on the backdrop of the Gulf War, right, mm-hmm. when he was following them around. And we throw around the terms a lot, like, when you're a football player, you're going to battle, you're going to war. No, you're not, right? You're You're going to go play a game. You're going to go run into some other fat guys. Yeah, that's really exactly. what's happening. It's a bunch of fat guys running into each other and then some skinny dudes with abs who are good looking trying to avoid running into Dude. other skinny dudes with, with abs. Who are good looking. Yeah, that have better girlfriends and better heads of hair. And that's that's, yeah, that's, bas- that's, that's bas- what it is. That's what football is. Yes. But this, especially in, in, in the backdrop of a war when he, when he wrote that book, and it was the first Gulf War, um, you know, those guys were actually going to war. Like when they graduate in a couple months, most of those people will be shipped overseas, mm-hmm. and some of them won't come home. And 
you know, yes, the, that Army-Navy rivalry and beat Army, beat Navy, that's the only game that matters. But Feinstein writes in there, and I'll never forget it, where he talks about, you know, when those two teams, you know, f- you know whatever the, the, the rivalry is and the hatred there, the losing team joins arms with, with the winner, and they both go down to, so if Army wins, they'll go down to the Navy side first, and they sing anchors away. Mm-hmm. And then they all lock arms, and they'll walk down to the other side of the field, and then you get the, the West Point theme. And I just, I love that. And there's a, there's a brotherhood there. And Gravitas. Yeah. And I just, I, I love that. Cause I, I, we both played college football and you know what it takes to play at that level. Like it's not, it's not easy. It's not easy. Right. And then you throw some classes on top of it. And I know that there's a stigma behind no one goes to class. I'm, I'm here to tell you that some people do go to class. They go to class. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, I get sometimes in, in some SEC schools and, you know, even here in the Pac-12, you know, there's. You know, there's some 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 bogus majors, but I, I assure you that you're still having to go to some form of class. Like at my school, we had we had real education. Like there wasn't like we didn't get that opportunity to be like, hey, here's some 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 free grades. Didn't happen. We were required to go to class. Yeah, same with us. I mean, they didn't teach me what a barometer was, but I did have to go to class. <laughs> you know. But when when you go to a military academy, you are getting an Ivy League education. Like you are getting a, you are getting the type of coursework that you get at Harvard, you get at Yale. Mm-hmm. You are putting in the sixty hours a week that every other Division One football player is putting in. That you and I both know that that's it's a lot. That's a lot. Oh, and on top of that, here's every other piece of military uh, training that you have to go through. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's a story a couple years ago that one of the the Navy offensive linemen. And it was like three days before he had to go play. They had to go complete like a two-mile swim before practice. That's crazy. Because it was his qualification for, you know, whatever he, you know, like, mm-hmm. here's this 200. And by the way, he can only weigh 280 because you can't, you know, in order to 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 complete his training, he can't get up to 315. No. So he's playing Division One football as an old lineman at 270 or 280. Oh, and hey, right before you got to go out to practice before the biggest game of the year, here, go do a two-mile swim. Like I just the, the amount of of dedication that it takes to be at one of those places, I just I just have uh, I I don't know if I have more respect for a group of people mm-hmm. than I do for for those young men that are playing at, at those service academies. It, it's definitely one of those things where, especially with NIL coming out right now, a lot of people beat the drum of like, well, I don't want NIL, I want amateurism and NCA and fight songs. Well, that's not what most of college football is, except in those service academies. At least that's how I feel. Like, like I got, I, I know it's Air Force, but I took my cousin on his official visit over, or unofficial visit over to Air Force in the summer, and just getting to walk around that campus, which is so much newer, right, than Annapolis or West Point. Yeah. But it's the same type of gravitas. Like you walk around, and they they had a bunch of fighter uh, fighter planes that were up that people had taken out and used in war um they had like the number one dog fight plane that someone had used and it had all that stuff on it you see when you go to the classes there's 15 16 students in a class so it's not like me when i didn't want to go to nutrition because i didn't care about nutrition or i couldn't go and sit in the back watching netflix on my phone you have to go to class for these kids and then to add on that 60 hour a week work week with your football practices it takes a different level of human yeah and there's a reason why you have to get a a congressional (laughs) like letter to be able to go to these schools yeah It, it takes a different level of commitment and it takes a different level of person discipline to go out and do that so i i 
I think I've come around to the Army Navy football game when I was young and I didn't understand it. Yeah. I didn't really like it. It's like I don't want to watch two teams run a wing tee. I can go watch that at, at the Hawkinson right. Woodland some, football game. Some, wish, some wishbone. Let's yes. go. Like this is stupid. I don't want to watch this. But then when you read John Feinstein's book, and I, I have read that book and I love John Feinstein, yeah. it 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 opened up my eyes to what it truly is, what that game truly is. Like these schools, they have curfews, not because they're worried guys are gonna go out and try and hook up with chicks. It's because they're worried the guys will stay up too late doing their homework. Yeah. Think about how crazy that is. <laughs> They're worried guys will stay up too late and do their homework and won't get enough sleep for games. Yeah. It, so it, I, I'm a little jealous of you right now. I'll be honest, not just because I want to see Philly, but yeah. I'm jealous of you. I'm 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 pretty geeked at this one, and and we have some people here. A guy says that uh, you know he's been to Super Bowls, uh, he'd been to every basically sporting event. And he goes never seen anything like it. Bunch of people saying uh, you're going to get misty eyed. Uh, get there early because both student sections, you know, the, the the cadets and the plebes, they march into the stadium. The president oh, will yeah. be there. They do the flyovers. And that's my thing. I want to get there as early as possible, plant my ass, and just kind of ab- absorb this. I just kind of want to take it all in and just kind of the sights and sounds. And honestly, the game really is kind of secondary. I mean, I, I hope really I hope there's a good game. But let's be honest. Like, it's not the best football in the world. It's wishbone football. But it really the game becomes a backdrop for something uh, much much bigger and for me and I, i've said this a bunch of times it bums me out that we don't have anything like like in the world cup right when you watch other countries i mentioned the other day when i saw the japanese team come home yep. you know from the world cup and and that sort of fanfare that you come home to and you see stuff like that that brings countries together it bums me out that we don't have a lot of those things mm-hmm. and i hope that the Army Navy game is one of those things that for anyone that goes would be one of those, regardless of what your beliefs are, regard that you would set that stuff aside and you'd realize that this is kind of the best of what we have. And uh, I just, it's one of those things that, that, that I'll embrace. I, I guarantee you, cause I'm not a crier. I'm not emotional. I'm not my brother. My brother cries at, at anything yeah. there. There will, I, I, I will tear up at this one. I don't know when, but I will, uh, I will send out a tweet and be like, you know, here, you know, eleven fifty four. It's official. My eyes are, are watery, and, and my guess, crying. my guess is once it starts, and I'll be thinking about my dad and, and how proud he was of his military service and all that, mm-hmm. and, and it'll get me. And I do, I, I, I have stuff because I, you know, my grandfather was in was in the, the army, yep. and so like I, I have respect for both, and I do have army gear, but for this one. For you know, Army Navy. That's you know what, go Navy, go Navy, beat Army, hundred percent. No offense to all my buddies out there, there are military guys, but you know, beat you Army. Navy. It's, it's Navy through and through. Now, hundred percent. How much money would I have to get give you for you to dress up like Will Ferrell? <laughs> how much money would I have to give you for the American Speedo, the cutoff? <laughs> Because I think that that would be beautiful. That would be perfect. Big Souk hanging out in Philly, USA, USA, with a Bud Heavy in one hand and an American flag in the other. Yeah, just go full Speed into it. Up. I think you have to. Full or you into and it. your buddy. No, I think we will be we'll be a little more reserved. I will have uh, I will have some Navy gear on. That'll be it. There you I'll, go. I'll, I'll I'll have some Navy gear. I bought some stuff specifically for it. We'll uh, we'll be rocking some Navy gear, so I'm excited for that. So best of tomorrow. But we got an O line edition today. We'll talk uh, some some international politics because why the hell not? We got John Gruden in the news is about to make a lot of money because the Washington Commanders are the dumbest organization in football. A lot of stuff to get to today on an O line edition of primetime right here on 1080 The Fan. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The AAA heating and cooling poll question. You can find it on Twitter. Then go uh, to 1080 The Fan is our little handle there. AAA Heating and Cooling and a family company helping families for over 60 years. AAAIAQ.com. Keeping it pretty simple today. Uh, does it bother you when athletes take political stances? Vote hard, yes or no? Uh, we're talking about this today because uh, unless you've been living under a rock, Brittany Griner, WNBA great, has spent the last nine uh, months in a Russian prison. I think the last two months in a Russian uh, like prison camp, like a work labor. Oh, I camp. thought she was in the gulag. I thought that's yeah, what that's going what. On. Yeah, that's oh, is that a, what the gulag a, a gulag is? is like a. It's like the prison camp. So she started out in prison for that that whole thing, and then I want to say like a month or two ago, they transferred her to a work camp. And the details of that are you don't want to be in a Russian uh, work camp. That's not good. There's, you don't want to be in a Russian prison. Period. You don't want to be in Russia. Period. Let's just no, be honest about that. No, not right now. Not at well. Well, I mean, back in the day, I mean, they, they were there for a reason, and I. I so if you don't know, Brittany Griner was released today. Uh, there was a prisoner swap. Uh, Victor, I've, I've heard it both ways. I always thought it was Victor Bout, but I saw today that some people are saying that it's Victor Boot. I he's just know a, the nickname. Yeah, he's the, the Merchant of Death. Exactly. So if, if you've ever seen the movie Lord of War, Nicolas Cage, which is actually a pretty good movie, especially for a Nicolas Cage movie, although Nicolas Cage trying to do a Russian accent is adorable. Nicolas Cage's greatness, though. <laughs> Nicolas Cage doing any accent is adorable. Remember Cameron Poe and Con Air? Yes. The, he's he got he, he tried to go all southern Put on the you. Bunny down. Yeah. The, the the in in the Lord of War he plays this guy. Like this is what the character is based on. Oh, okay. and yeah, yeah. And it's so bad. Like when they when they when he speaks to his family, he speaks in Russian. But his accent is so bad that the rest of the movie he just speaks like Nicolas Cage. It's it's fascinating. So basically what they did is they're like, hey, Nick, buddy, come sit down. You can't do the accent yeah. anymore. It's, yeah, it's, it's just not going to work. It's not working. You're going to so, be normal talking guy. Yeah, so when you have to speak to another Russian, great. We're going we're gonna to teach you how to do a couple phrases in uh, in Russian and then just be Nicolas Cage. Duh. But it's it's a bad guy. Like Victor Bout or Boot, however you want to call it. Bad dude, right? Mm-hmm. Arms dealer all over the world. Uh, was selling weapons to kill Americans. That's how eventually they caught him. Uh, he was trying to sell some some missiles, and and they were they basically said, "Hey, you know, can you use these to shoot? We're going to use these to shoot down American pilots." And he was like, "Awesome, we have the same enemy. Bad guy." 
right? Not a good guy. Not, not patriotic at no, all. No, 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 sell wep- His whole thing was he'll sell weapons to anyone. He's selling weapons to both sides. Like, super, super bad guy. So ah. so we, we get him, and uh, he's been in prison for the better part of a, a decade, and I think he's serving 25 years. And there was a prisoner exchange swap today, Brittany Griner for uh, Victor Bout. And this was kind of one of those that, this has been going on for a couple months. They kind of thought that eventually this is what would happen. But I don't think anyone's upset that Brittany Griner's coming home. I think where some of the rub came, and this was the whole Micah Parsons thing today, is there's been another political prisoner. So Brittany Griner was over there for nine months. There's a guy, Paul Whalen, who's a former Marine, yep. who was, quote, convicted of espionage. Wasn't there a school teacher over there, too? Oh, yeah. I mean, this this happens. There's been a few. Yes. this And, and there's still other Americans being held over there as basically political prisoners. But this Paul Whalen guy, they've been trying to get out for nine years. And so uh, this was kind of the rub. And, and Micah Parsons is, and this is kind of the, the, the whole genesis of the poll question, Micah Parsons today kind of lit a, a bit of a firestorm <laughs> on Twitter when yes, Micah Parsons did. basically said, uh, this is crap. A Marine got left over, but she got brought home and then basically said, there's, this is whatever you do. This isn't getting me to vote for you. He took shots at Biden saying, you know, if you think this is going to make anyone vote for you, screw you. Hence, we got the, the tagline that was trending today. Pass rush Limbaugh, baby. Yes. yes. Hey, he's out there terrifying quarterbacks <laughs> and terrifying other countries. He has since he has since walked back his statements. He is saying that he he apologizes. He says that he's educated himself. He's talked to people in like thirty minutes. Yes, he figured it out. Well, and and Whalen's family even came out and said that they support the the prisoner swap for Brittany Griner. The idea, the rush, basically what they were saying is the Russians weren't going to give up Whalen. That no. he's being held for something much bigger. Like they they view Brittany Griner, who by the way. Weed versus someone that they claim espionage, two very different things, and that Whalen wasn't on the table. So basically, they're saying that you could either have Griner for bout or you got nothing. And you know, here we go with with Brittany Griner coming home. And you know, there's there's people on both sides of the aisle here that are um, very happy today that you do have an American that was wrongly imprisoned coming home, and you got another group of people that are pissed off saying. Well, why does she get to come home simply because she plays basketball? Meanwhile, we got another guy sitting over there who's a former Marine. And so, of course, then we have to get everyone that now becomes a political expert. We get everyone that becomes a uh, international negotiator because they, you know, they, they took a, an online class somewhere. And here we go with the athletes coming out. And anytime an athlete makes a political statement, you're going to get some blowback. Hence the poll question. You know, does it bother you when athletes take a political stance? For me, it doesn't because I'm not. I'm going to get upset if I take a political stance and all of a sudden I've got half the country coming out at me and being like, "Hey, Will, you're a big dumb idiot." It's like I know I'm a big dumb idiot, but at least like this is what I think. This is my opinion. So I'm not going to ever tell anyone to just go out there and shut up and dribble. But I also think that there is there's a point where it's like, "Hey, bud, read the room." Yeah. Like you're not a political expert. If you if Michael Parsons had gone out and he had worked with the FBI and he had done a bunch of negotiating deals and he'd negotiated prisoner swaps before then. Yeah, sure, man. Like I agree with you, whatever you're right. Okay. (laughs) Maybe you have some expertise here, but, but you don't, but at the same time, like the people who are all excited and are like, I would have given up three more merchants of deaths for Brittany Griner. You shut up too, because 
you don't know either. So for me, it, you got to trust the powers that be in this situation and that they did the right thing. And then when it comes with Brittany Griner, like the amount of political pressure that they were getting to get her back, yeah. it, it was immense. You're in a lose-lose situation. And, you either don't get her back and then everyone's ripping on you or you give up too much. <laughs> like, you know what? Sometimes you make a bad trade. It happens. If you're desperate to buy something right. and someone is not desperate to sell something, Guess who has the advantage there? This this merchant of death guy has been rotten in prison for a long time, right? And no one over there gives a rip. I doubt somewhere on Russian TV right now and in Russian newspapers, they're like, bring the merchant of death home and bring him home now. Every day that Brittany Griner sat in that Russian prison, we got more and more flack. I'm saying we, I, I guess we. As a country. As, as a country. Yes. Right? It, it came up all the time. The most annoying people that I had at high school yeah. kept tweeting at me like, hey, you're a sports guy. Why can't we get Brittany <laughs> Griner back? I don't know, dude. That's so Biden's issue, not mine. There's so many levels to it. And then, of course, you're going to get at the people here that we already got one that's that's fired this off. By the way, 503-250-1080. How dumb do you have to be to bring drugs into a foreign country? Because then you're going to get that. You get that guy that's like, she deserves it. She brought drugs in. Yeah, so she does so if you bring some weed somewhere, yeah, what she did what she did was extremely dumb. Is it 9 years in prison dumb in, in, in a labor camp? It's like we we always turn into this, you know, she you deserve it. Like you made a mistake. We're so big on the well, you did this to yourself. I understand what she did was ridiculous. What she did was dumb. But we all do if if I got if I got hit with nine years every time I did something dumb, I would spend every day of my life in prison because I've done a thousand dumb things in, in my life. It doesn't mean that you deserve to rot in prison. So like they said that we, we always try to make these issues very black and white, and they never are. No. They're always, always nuanced. In fact, I saw one today. Like, I love all the hot takes and articles. There was a guy today that wrote, trying to, I saw it on MSN.com, where his big take was, Shame on us for making Brittany Griner and other WNBA players go make money in Russia. That was his hot take. Well, he was saying he was saying it was time for the NBA, the NBA, and the WNBA owners to suck it up and basically give these women millions of dollars so that they don't have to go make money in Russia. He laid this at the feet of the WNBA. I'm like, oh my god! Like that's that's where you went with this. Is you're saying that it's someone else's fault that Brittany Griner went and took a million dollars to go play over in Russia in the offseason. Like all the like the most ridiculous like every idiot. ridiculous take in the world comes flying when something like this happens. You know what? I, I completely agree with the MSNBC or whatever his name was. I agree with his take. It's Odyssey's fault that I have to live at home. I deserve <laughs> more money so that I can move out of my parents' house. Right? I love this argument. But it's it's like she makes it was like 130 grand in the WNBA and look I'm not saying that 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 makes you rich but it sure as hell doesn't make you poor. I so wish I had 130. Exactly right. Grand. A lot of people do. So you're 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 barking up the wrong tree here if you're saying hey you play basketball you make 130 grand and you're now going to blame someone for not paying her a million dollars and so then she's forced to go play over in Russia. Come on. Well, come on. And look, they they it's pay absurd. they and they pay more over there. And look, don't get me wrong, she is dumb for having, you know, a drug that you shouldn't have in a foreign country that strictly outlines, "Hey, don't have that drug." But I'm going to be the I'm not going to be the first one to admit it. How many times have you gotten onto a plane <laughs> and you've been like, "Oh no, I actually have this and I didn't mean to have this." Whoops. I remember we were getting on a plane 
And it wasn't me, but the guy right next to me had a six-pack of Budweiser yeah. trying to get onto the plane for a football game. Yeah. We were flying with our Central Washington football team, and he goes, oh, dude, we got to find a way to throw this beer away, or we got to drink it really fast. Well, I, I know, know what happened there. Right. Well, uh, it, it got empty. It got empty. All, all you got to know is it got through. That's one. all I'm saying. I don't mind uh, athletes making political statements as long as they align with mine. That's right? really that's, what it that's is. That's what it boils down that's to. That's what it is. Because I guarantee you that there's someone right now probably down in Texas or Mississippi or Alabama that's like, I can't wait to buy a Mark, Micah Parsons jersey. Yeah. I bet you Clay Travis already has one. <laughs> You know, so for me, it, it, it's more about does do they align with me? And that's when it's like, oh, yeah, you, you, you're either a big LeBron guy or a big, you know, whoever guy They're They're sharing their opinions and you like him a lot more. But I'm not going to be here and say, oh, I like LeBron's opinions and Micah Parsons has to shut up or LeBron has to shut up. So everyone can share their own opinions. But guess what? You're going to get some backlash. Like, I'm sure I have some mean texts on the text line right now. Can't both things be true? Can't. Can it be true that we gave up too much to get Brittany Griner back? Because, you know, a, a, a guy that was selling arms to kill Americans and yeah. everyone else versus someone that, that had some weed. I get that's not a fair trade. So can it be true that we gave up too much? But can it also be true that it's awesome that an American who was wrongly imprisoned for nine years is getting to be home with her loved ones today? And why, yes. why can't both those things be true? And why can't we just be happy that we 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 freed uh, an American citizen, exactly. and I I hope that maybe this sheds some light on the Whalen situation or anyone else's over there because you shouldn't just get to come home because you're a basketball player. You should mm-hmm. get to come home because you're a U.S. citizen and you're wrongly imprisoned. And I would hope that we would care as much about those others that are sitting in prison, and we have that same sort of pressure to bring them home as we do Brittany Griner. All right, when we come back, uh, let's shift gears a little bit and talk. uh, How about we get into some NFL because there's some news on the field and then there's some very bad news off the field. Well, bad news if you're a Washington Commanders fan. Good news if you're a John Gruden fan, at least John Gruden's bank account. We talk about that as we come back. Here, though, is Buck with SportsCenter. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. having discussions with Dusty Hera. Yeah, I'm watching. I'm, I'm going through yeah, the old YouTube hell's, videos. All hell's breaking loose in here. We went from uh, solving the world's political uh, what turmoil. Political problems. Political problems. You know, me and the, the, the master of international negotiations. And then uh, Dusty comes in and Will immediately goes, why won't you get tased? And then Dusty, who's a giant coward, starts making excuses for him not being tased. We did dignity bets like that was like a decade ago. 
That was so was a long. Time. That was a Dude, long ass time P, ago. I'm a P1 man. Yeah, I've been listening for years. That was a long, long time ago. And like Rob had to get his chest waxed on air. I think. Uh, I think at one point we dressed. Uh, I don't think we're allowed to do it anymore. But D- Dusty dressed up in drag, which I think now is a hate crime. That's. A lot That's of what funny. a lot of what we did, and he actually looked pretty good. I, I like. Well, he's a good looking guy. Remember when I'm wearing a Foo Fighter shirt right now? Like in all the Foo Fighter videos, like when Taylor Hawkins would dress up as a girl, and he looked pretty good. Like it, it was a little too like that's kind of weird. Wait a minute, yeah. you're, you're a little too hot. Yeah, that was Dusty. Dusty is a good looking gal. We <laughs> we fancied him up. We put on some uh, makeup and he had some earrings. And uh, he kind of had like a like a punk rock thing happen. It looked pretty good. Did he get his ears pierced for it, or were they fake? I think they were fake. I think uh, we just you had to the... get your ears pierced for it. He's shaking his head. He's saying I'm being told that his ears were actually pierced. Oh, oh good. Okay. So like he had that, but the last one that oh, he lost God. was he had to get tased. And he should have to get tased. He should have to get tased. And basically what we're saying is at this point, he can make any excuses he wants, but the bottom line is he's a coward. And I I think it's his wife. I think his wife won't let him get tased. He's under the impression that something bad may happen. Like he could I have a heart. That's not why he could wife. have a heart attack. I, well, look, I've been tased before. It's not that big of a deal. I was way more out of shape than Dusty. Dusty's exactly. In good shape. Dusty's a cute little guy. Nothing will happen. And I said I will bring a taser in tomorrow because he's like, I'll get tased. I said I'll bring one in next week. And he's like, he's trying to hide behind liabilities and the company saying no. But at the end of the day, we know, we know that Dusty's a coward. I'm not going to go and that he, far. He he's my radio to, mentor. And he However, refuses to get tased. I'm not going to go that far. He is my radio mentor, but he he should get tased. Yes. It's not that hard. Like here, oh, here's what I'll do, Dusty Hair. For more airtime at this fine <laughs> station, I will take the tasing for you. <laughs> I will get tased myself. No. And then you will let me do more out air time. No, that's not happening. Well, Dusty then, doesn't then, want anyone getting tased. Then this Dusty's doesn't, a coward. This doesn't work this way. You oh, that's can't, not true. Hold on. You can't take a tasing for Dusty. Oh, I'm being told it has to do with the legal department at Odyssey. No one's buying this. Again, there's a lot it of excuses. It hurts for like three seconds. There's a You're lot of be excuses okay. being it's made. It's not a big deal. And at the end of the day, what it boils down to is it's been a decade. And Dusty hasn't been tased. Who do we lay that at the feet of? Dusty Hera. He's a, he's a coward. Well, sometimes you have I love to take him. responsibility a... for your own actions. Yes. It's these it's he's our very own Brittany Griner. <laughs> That's what's happening here. He is a political prisoner. <laughs> he is a political prisoner and he refuses to to get tased. He's the reason there's no more dignity bets. No. No, I actually think that is the reason there is no more dignity bets. I like really? we're not no, I don't think we're allowed to do any of that stuff anymore. Why not? I love that. No, we were talking about this like back in the day cuz we've been doing this for a long time. Like we've been doing this like 17, 18 years. And some of the stuff we used to do, you can't you can't do anymore. It's just a different uh it's a different political climate. Like we used to have we were on the Comcast side of things. Like we used to have um the, the Comcast like gals. Like we had Lindsay yeah. McCormick and Jill mm-hmm. Savage and we would have some. We would have some fun. Rob had a hot chicks quiz. I don't think you're allowed to give that anymore. You can still watch some of those on YouTube. Yeah, it's pretty it's, funny. Yeah, but it's it's you just you can't do it anymore. And like you, again, we can't dress Dusty up and drag anymore. I'm pretty sure that's a hate crime. Is it? Yeah, you, you just you can't do those. Like it, it is a legal think, department. Like, I don't feel like that should be that bad. No, yeah, but it it's is. it's his choice. Really? <laughs> All right. Well, I don't know anything. I'm 25. I'm dumb. I used to be a call in when you guys still had callers. 
That's that's a long, long time. I want ago. I want a contest on here. You want a contest? My mom did actually. Yeah, you guys were doing. It was like a club hour. Would your was, mom have to get waxed? What happened? No, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going there with my mom. But, Deal uh, is pointing out that uh, the issue was with the legal department at Entercom, and that Dusty hasn't actually asked the legal at Odyssey yet. That's exactly. right. It has we're, we're two totally. <laughs> it's completely this? changed. Don't ask. It's better to ask for forgiveness than it is permission. 100%. And look, we don't even have to do it on site. Dusty Kid, I will show up at your backyard tonight. We have like an office, we have an office shindig happening tonight. We have like some sort of holiday, what have you, which is why Dusty's still hanging around here. I was like, why are you still here? It's why everyone's here. But it's starting at four, which by the way, I'd like to point out for the record, way to have an open bar that starts at four, real responsible on the part of Odyssey here. And we don't get off the air until seven. Like I, the Dusty's like, are you coming by? I'm like, no one's going to be standing by the time we get off the air. I'll, I'll be honest. <laughs> I, I was really happy that you invited me onto this show because I wasn't sure if I should go to the holiday party, and yeah. I don't, I didn't. Well, I, I didn't want to go because everyone's like old enough to be my dad or my mom. I know. And then, it, but then it's like, is it a bad look if I don't go? So you invited me on here, kind of saved me. But I will show up at the venue tonight with a taser. I'm confident that if I asked our audience. For someone to bring me a taser between now and 7 o'clock, I am 100% certain that someone would bring me a taser. I will show up at said bar and will tase Dusty in the middle of said bar. Problem solved. But who's not going to do that? Dusty Hera. We don't, have to involve, we don't have to involve the legal department at all. This can be between it can be between you, me, and several bar patrons that think it's hilarious that you go down on a stinky bar room floor. But he won't do it. He won't. It, as much as I love him, Dusty's a coward. And yeah. he has a reputation to uphold. Dusty, as someone who's been tased multiple times, it only leaves a little mark. I love how you have you been tased multiple times. I put my butt cheeks on a car. It happens. You know, it was high school. It was what? funny. Wait, 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 wait. Did, what is that We might have to revisit this next segment. Your butt cheeks on a car? How does that involve being tased? Well, someone had just cleaned their car, so I thought it would be funny yeah. to mess with them and put my butt cheeks on their car, and they took their taser out and they tased me on the butt cheek. Oh, just like a like one of those little like yeah. the, the little handheld ones. Yeah. No, I want one of the ones that. Oh, shoot. you want to shoot him? I want the barbs. Like I don't want some. I don't want some lame candy ass like I think five and dime shot. one. I'll get shot. I'll I want get shot for you. I want the uh, what is it the uh, the hangover. I want the in the face. In the face. I want that one. I you want the sh- aim and shoot it. Yeah, I want the Rob Riggle one. Yeah, I want oh, to be yeah. able to put the barbs in him. It doesn't hurt that. That can't hurt that much worse. Okay, this in from the text line needs to be shared. Said a former friend of mine's wife thought it would be funny to tase me without knowing. It was bad. Both of my shoulders seized up and I peed myself. See? <laughs> when I recovered, I broke her nose. We haven't spoken in four years. Don't do it. Sounds to me like he's soft. I don't know if he could play for Mike Leach at Mississippi State. No. Mike Leach would not take this. And by the way, I, I will say that the the, the urination that in in college uh peed themselves yeah in college we used to have uh poker parties and it just dissolved into drinking and then a fight you know it would happen every time that's basically oh we yeah, had just, we you, had the yeah, case race yeah, I get it. and then you just see as one guy gets drunk and mad and he swings at another guy and he got a lot of fat guy aggression yeah but we had two guys that agreed one person was going to get tased and the other person was going to get pepper sprayed Ooh. and um the the guy took the pepper spray Mm. And it was really bad. Like it was not. It was not I'd good. I'd rather get tased and pepper spray. Yeah, it took him like an hour and a half to even be like be back to functioning levels. And then the other dude 
cowered it out of the of the taste. You can't do that. Yeah, and you, it, you got to leave. And it was it was no good. And so the dude shot him like from behind with the the you know and just kept and kept just going. Kept just it. kept with the, with the, with the buzz and the dude ended up peeing himself and then there was a, it was it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> I I still remember it watching. This is bad. Yeah, remember, don't don't put old linemen in in booze and weaponry in a room. It's no, nothing good's gonna happen. I I still remember watching the video of my uncle getting tased because as a as a police officer, you have to get tased yeah. before you can use yeah, it. Yeah, you got to get tased and pepper spray. And it is one of the funnier videos in our family history. Him getting up on his tippy toes, looking like he was in the Nutcracker, was very very funny. All right, we got to absolutely nothing there other than the fact that Dusty is a coward and won't get tased at the holiday party tonight. When we come back, we will try try to get to the NFL weekend, and we got some Washington Commander news and some John Gruden news. We'll try to get to that on an O-line edition of Primetime right here on 1080 The Fan. I guess you could say we're tough and dumb. We are tough, though, and so that part's good. Some Thursday night football tonight coming up. Who would have thought if I would have told you a month ago that the Rams would be 3-9, and nine, their quarterback may be on the verge of retiring, Baker Mayfield would be their starting quarterback after being in the building for less than 24 hours. Oh, and by the way, the Raiders somehow still have a playoff hope alive and are a touchdown favorite on the road at said Rams. The NFL, it, it is the ultimate reality show. Anyone that, that thinks at the start of the season they have any idea how this is going to go is absolutely full of crap. Oh, and by the way, the NFC East might be the best division in all of football. The NFC Beast, if I mean, you will. I mean, what the hell is going on? Honestly, right now, I I think this, is, this might be the best Thursday night football game because all the other Thursday night football games, you came in with your hopes up. Yeah. At this one, you kind of think it sucks, <laughs> you right? Know, you like, know this is going to be horrible. <laughs> so if there's anything cool that happens, it's like, sweet. I just think back to the, the Raiders when they were whatever it was, you know, two and seven, and that they would be a touchdown favorite on the road against anybody. I mean, anybody, the Raiders were dead and gone. We were talking about Josh McDaniels being fired. After one season, like the, the question was, was he going to even make it through the year? And they reel off what four, like four in a row? Won, yeah, three, three, four, four in a row. They haven't lost since Derek Carr cried. I know that. I know that if you are a football <laughs> player and you cry, you cry, you will go on a win streak. And that's, Derek Carr has done that. That's the Tim Tebow effect. Exactly. You just have to cry and say you want to win more than anything else, and then you will start doing. That. Yeah, they've won three in a row after losing three in a row. Three in a row. So they got the Rams tonight. They're a favorite in that. Touchdown favorite. And then they got the Patriots and the Steelers. Patriots at home, Steelers on the road. Very winnable games. And then they finish off the year. Because they're going to have to basically be undefeated. they got to run the table. You're, you're, you're going to need in the AFC, you're going to need 10 games to get in. So mm. they basically don't have any room for error. And that 49er one looms large. And then they get Kansas City at the end, but that's probably a game that Kansas City won't need. Especially if they already have home field locked Yeah, up. so you could see that. The, that, that the, the Niner game is going to be very, very interesting. And this goes to like with, with the Raiders. And I'm not saying the Raiders are a great team, but the Raiders weren't bad at the start of the year either. They, blew, a lot of they blew three 17-point leads. First team, it was like the first team in like 30 years to blow three 17-point leads in the in the same season. And I get that that's 
I mean, that's that's not the sign of a good team, but you're honestly up by 17. I mean, even if one or two of those goes your other way, we're thinking about this Raiders team completely different. So I would say, like, be careful about teams that lose a lot of games or win a lot of games close because the truth is they're not as good or they're not as bad as, as what the results are. Like, one of the laziest things you can do in the NFL is simply look at records and say, well, this you're you're a better team simply because your record is better. In fact, there's a couple games in in, in this slate, and we'll we'll rob the bank even though Rob's not here. We'll make our picks against the spread at uh, five thirty. But there's a couple um, there's a couple games this week where uh, the the team with a significantly worse record is indeed the favorite. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna scroll through and see what it is. Yeah, the Lions are a favorite. The the the, the Lions are the Lions good. are five and seven against the ten and two Vikings, and the Lions are two and a half point favorites in that game. And they should be. The Vikings aren't that good. No, I, I think they're frauds. I I looked at it was one of those graphics where it was like, hey, if you took every one possession game and you flipped it, Minnesota could they're ten and two. They could just as easily be one and eleven if you flipped all the one possession games the other way. Yeah. So I don't think as highly of this Minnesota. Minnesota team is a lot of other teams do, and that's not even getting into, hey, Kirk Cousins isn't that good. And then, again, the other one tonight that I find crazy in this Thursday night matchup is just, and I, I haven't seen, they, they said, I, I think there's a chance that Baker starts, right? I, I haven't seen if he's going to be the guy, but that's he has true. literally been there less than 24 hours, and it fascinates me that in a Sean McVay offense that they are so desperate at quarterback that Baker Mayfield may I want him to because I, I just think it's going to be fascinating to see what a quarterback looks like in, in 24 hours of prep. I know you weren't in the quarterback room, but can you take like you guys take me into h- how many plays he might know going into tonight or how they might make it easy enough for him to be out, able to go out there and play? He'll know zero plays. The, the He'll be- know zero. The, the thing that's going to make this palatable is the the headset communication. You're going to be able to walk him through some basic things. And so... My guess is that because you know he's been on an airplane, he said he's been there twenty four hours. My guess is they gave him something even before that to start to familiarize himself. My guess is you're going to have eight to nine runs that are all basic. It, look, ninety six power king is ninety six power king, no matter where you play. It's just this little guard That's pole. Fair. You know, their 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 run concepts aren't that challenging. Right. And a lot of this is going to be terminology, but everyone has the same handful of of run plays like you're not going to get into something creative with a bunch of shifts and motions. So there's going to be a scaled down run game and then you're just going to keep the passing tree. You're going to keep it very basic. Again, you're going to my guess is that you're probably going into this with 25 to 30 plays that Baker is going to feel somewhat comfortable with. This is a guy that's that's played in, in multiple offenses. He's been around the league. He's a smart guy. You're going to keep you're going to keep things basic. And I don't even know if you're going to stick with the full terminology. That he may call the play for the rest of the team, and then McVeigh in his ears says something like, "Okay, you got a skinny post here. You've got the deep in, right. and you're checking down to the flat. Got it. Like you, you've got yourself a nine, a six, and a three. You know, a route tree. And you're going to tell him that, and he goes into that knowing." I'm not worrying about a bunch of other stuff. I have these three concepts. This is what I'm working with. And then as far as, you know, audibles, my guess is it's going to be a very simple numbers count. You go up to the line, hey, you got 7 in the box, right? You we're running the we're running the ball, right? You're, you know, 6 in the box, we're running the ball. Mm-hmm. You give 7 or 8, then hey, we're we're, we're checking. And you're you're going to be able to to run some semblance of offense, but this is going to be preseason 
dumb it down and and keep it as as basic as possible. I have a and to be honest, I have a hard time, and that's why. <laughs> Like thinking that Baker will even play in this game. I really do think it's more of like a trick because you have 24 hours. <laughs> and I, yeah, I know there are some plays that are the same it's everywhere. Awful. It You're not going to be able to understand everything. You're going to have an idea. It took me two years to learn my playbook <laughs> at Central. Yeah. And let's not say it was the easiest, but it definitely wasn't the hardest playbook yeah. ever. And when you're talking about Sean McVay's offenses, there's motions, there's shifts, there's movement all the time. It's There's just no way. I really do. Like maybe Maybe you see him in one or two gadget situations. Maybe I'm completely wrong. But if I see Baker Mayfield out there for the Rams, there's no way they win this game. I, I think you're going to see Wolford the entire time or and, Perkins. And, and and by the way, this isn't about winning and losing. The Rams are terrible. They're three and nine. This is about getting a look at Baker Mayfield in case Stafford. You know, if he's there's talk that Stafford may just be done. You know, with the concussions disagree. and the neck injury, that Do he it. just may be done. And so it gives you a free look. I don't know if he plays tonight. I just think it'll be fascinating that. We have the potential of a quarterback being in a building less than 24 hours and maybe, I, I hope from just a an interesting standpoint and watching, because Raiders, Rams, <laughs> give me Maker Mayfield and I will pay I will pay attention to this one. It's the Sharknado of Thursday night football, <laughs> yes. and I will pay attention no matter what happens. But, it, to, but to, to answer the larger question... Can you learn an NFL playbook in 24 hours? No. No, no chance. You there's he doesn't even know all the plays. There's just no chance other than like hey, yeah. step left and hand it off to Cam Akers. What is it? Kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. Keep right. it simple and they will. All right, we come back uh switching gears. Uh Jason Quick by the way, 4:15. Talk a little Portland Trailblazers with him. But let's talk a little NFL lawsuit news cuz there was a bombshell that came out today that does not look good for one NFL franchise. An O-line edition of Primetime when you come back right here on 1080 the Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.